0: Good morning, I hope you're well today. Today, the 8th of May, is the feast day of Julian of Norwich. Today is also the 75th anniversary of VE Day. And so we will remember those who lost their lives fighting for our freedom and give thanks for those freedoms that we have, albeit curtailed at the moment. Before we begin our morning prayer, I'd just like to give an overview of Julian of Norwich, whose feast day it is, and I'll read from Saints on Earth, which is a biographical companion to common worship. I do urge you to listen to uh, this biography of Julian, but if you would rather skip forwards to morning prayer, that's fine also. Julian was born in 1342, and her life is something of a mystery. It has been argued that she had been married and widowed before becoming a recluse. What is known for certain is that at the age of 30, Julian fell ill, and just when she thought she had reached the point of death, her pain vanished and she received 16 visitations. Julian wrote these down in what came to be known as the Short Text, before meditating on them and producing her long text 20 years later. Julian focuses upon spirituality and creation. She stresses that all things have their being through the love of God. She believes that we were loved from eternity. The high point of her spirituality is the cross, as she shows a desire to enter into the sufferings of Christ. She is convinced that humanity was separated from God by sin and is redeemed and reunited with God through Christ. Julian places stress upon Christ as mother, as divine wisdom, but she does so with a distinctly Trinitarian understanding. One of the notable features of Julian is that her theology determines her experience rather than the other way round. Thus seeing Christ's suffering allows Julian to see the meaning of this life generally and her own suffering especially. For Julian, the image of God as mother speaks more powerfully than anything else of the outgoing love of the Trinity for creation. Julian was writing at the point in history when theology and spirituality were being slowly but surely prized apart. Her vision of God is formed out of both an intellectual approach and a response of love. Her writings have influenced many throughout the centuries and are the result of reflection on the questions of life in the light of an immediate spiritual experience. And an excerpt from the long text. Thus I saw and understood that our faith is our light in the night, which light is God, our endless day. And so we turn to our prayers this morning. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths shall proclaim your praise. In your resurrection, O Christ, let heaven and earth rejoice. Alleluia. Blessed are you, Lord God of our salvation. To you be praise and glory forever. As once you ransomed your people from Egypt and led them to freedom in the Promised Land. So now you have delivered us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of your risen Son. May we, the firstfruits of your new creation, rejoice in this new day you have made and praise you for your mighty acts. Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed for us. So let us celebrate the feast. Not with the old leaven of corruption and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, once raised from the dead, dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. In dying he died to sin once for all. In living he lives to God. See yourselves, therefore, as dead to sin and alive to God in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Christ has been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who sleep. For as by man came death, by man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam will die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. The night is past and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. So we rejoice in the gift of this new day. so with the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you. Now and forever. Amen. Psalm 33. The earth is full of the loving kindness of the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, for it is good for the just to sing praises. Praise the Lord with the lyre. On the ten stringed harp, sing his praise. Sing for him a new song. Play skilfully with shouts of praise, for the word of the Lord is true, and all his works are sure. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the loving kindness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the hosts by the breath of his mouth. He gathers up the waterskin, the waters of the sea, as in a water skin, and lays up the deep in his treasury. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Stand in awe of him, all who dwell in the world. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to naught. He frustrates the designs of the peoples. But the counsel of the Lord shall endure forever. And the designs of his heart from generation to generation. Happy the nation whose God is the Lord. And the people he has chosen for his own. The Lord looks down from heaven and beholds all the children of earth. From where he sits enthroned he turns his gaze on all who dwell on the earth. He fashions all the hearts of them and understands all their works. No king is saved by the might of his host. No warrior delivered by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance, for all its strength it cannot save. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon those who fear him, on those who wait in hope for his steadfast love, to deliver their soul from death and to feed them in time of famine. Our soul waits longingly for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Indeed, our heart rejoices in him. In his holy name have we put our trust. Let your loving kindness, O Lord, be upon us as we have set our hope on you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. It was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. The earth is full of the loving kindness of the Lord. Feed your people, Lord, with your holy word, and free us from the emptiness of our wrongful desires that we may sing the new song of salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Old Testament lesson is written in the book of Exodus, the 35th chapter, beginning at the 20th verse. Then all the congregation of the Israelites withdrew from the presence of Moses. They came, everyone whose heart was stirred and everyone whose spirit was willing, and brought the Lord's offering to be used for the tent of meeting and for all its service and for the sacred vestments. So they came, both men and women, all who were of willing heart. Wrapped brooches and earrings, and signet rings and pendants, all sorts of gold objects. Everyone bringing an offering of gold to the Lord. And everyone who possessed blue or purple or crimson yarn or fine linen or goat's hair or tanned ram skins or fine leather brought them. Everyone who could make an offering of silver or bronze brought it as the Lord's offering, and everyone who possessed acacia wood of any use in the work brought it. All the skilful women spun with their hands and brought what they had spun in blue and purple and crimson yarns and fine linen. All the women whose hearts moved them to use their skill spun the goat's hair, and the leaders brought onyx stones and gems to be set in the ephod, and the breastpiece and spices and oil for the light and for the anointing oil, and for the fragrant incense. All the Israelite men and women, whose hearts made them willing to bring anything for the work that the Lord had commanded by Moses to be done, brought it as a freewill offering to the Lord. Then Moses said to the Israelites, See, the Lord has called by name Bezalel, son of Uri, son of Ur, of the tribe of Judah, He has filled him with divine spirit, with skill, intelligence and knowledge in every kind of craft, to devise artistic designs, to work in gold, silver and bronze, in cutting stones for setting and in carving wood, in every kind of craft. And he has inspired him to teach, both him and Aholiab, son of Asimach, of the tribe of Dan. He has filled them with skill to do every kind of work done by an artisan, or by a designer, or by an embroiderer in blue, purple, and crimson yarns, and in fine linen, or by a weaver, by any sort of artisan or skilled designer. Bezalel and Oholiab, and everyone skilful to whom the Lord has given skill, and understanding to know how to do any work in the construction of the sanctuary, shall work in accordance with all that the Lord has commanded. Moses then called Bezalel and Aholiab and everyone skilful to whom the Lord had been given skill, everyone whose heart was stirred to come do the work, and they received from Moses all the free will offerings that the Israelites had brought for doing the work on the sanctuary. They still kept bringing him free will offerings every morning, that all the artisans who were doing every sort of task on the sanctuary came, each from the task being performed, and said to Moses, the people are bringing much more than enough for doing the work and the Lord has commanded us to do. So Moses gave command, and word was proclaimed throughout the camp, no man or woman is to make anything else as an offering for the sanctuary. So the people were restrained from bringing, for what they had already brought was more than enough to do all the work. Here ends the Old Testament lesson. In your unfailing love, O Lord, you lead the people whom you have redeemed. Alleluia. I will sing to the Lord who has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song. And has become my salvation. This is my God in whom I will praise. The God of my forebears whom I will exalt. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Your right hand, O Lord, is glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shatters the enemy. At the blast of your nostrils the sea covered them. They sank as lead in the mighty waters. In your unfailing love, O Lord, you lead the people whom you have redeemed. And by your invincible strength you will guide them to your holy dwelling. You will bring them in and plant them, O Lord, in the sanctuary which your hands have established. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. In your unfailing love, O Lord, you lead the people whom you have redeemed. Alleluia. The New Testament lesson is written in the Gospel according to St. Luke, the fourth chapter, beginning at the 14th verse. Then Jesus, filled with the power of the Spirit, returned to Galilee and a report about him spread through all the surrounding country. He began to teach in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me, to bring good news to the poor." He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. Today he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. They said, Is not this Joseph's son? He said to them, Doubtless you will quote to me this proverb, Doctor, cure yourself. And you will say, Do hear also in your own, your hometown the things that we have heard you did at Capernaum. And he said, Truly I tell you, no prophet is accepted in the prophet's hometown. But the truth is, there were many widows in Israel in the time of Elijah, when the heaven was shut up for three years and six months, and there was a severe famine over all the land. Yet Elijah was sent to none of them, except to a widow at Zarephath in Sidon, and there were also many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elisha, and none of them was cleansed, except Naaman the Syrian. When they heard this, all the synagogue were filled with rage. They got up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill in which that town was built, so that they might hurl him off the cliff. But he passed through the midst of them, and went on his way. Here ends the New Testament lesson. Death is swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death, is your sting? Christ is risen from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Death is swallowed up in victory. The trumpet will sound, and the dead shall be raised. Where, O oh, death, is your sting? We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. Death is swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death, is your sting? Those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall melt up with wings as an eagle. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies from the hands of all that hate us. To show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. They who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as an eagle. Alleluia. So let us pray. Lord, we give you thanks and praise for your church. Praying for all Christians here in our Benefice of Hamden Park. Asking that they may know your love, that they may feel your presence with them. We ask for your blessings and guidance on us all. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. On this 75th anniversary of VE Day, we give thanks for the sacrifices of that generation. For those fighting on the front lines, those who came home altered, those who did not come home, for those who were in this country giving up so much, facing air raids, rationing. We give thanks for all that they gave that we might be free. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. As our freedoms have been curtailed by coronavirus, we ask, Lord, that you may be with those working to come up with a treatment, those working on a vaccine. Lord, remove this virus from the earth, allowing us to go about our business once again. Lord, we give thanks for lessons learned during this coronavirus. And we ask that society may not go back to the way things were, but go forwards to a new and better way of being. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We lift up before you the sick and the suffering in body, mind and spirit. For those caring for the sick. For those in care homes, hospital, hospital. And in a moment of silence, we lift up before you those for whom we ought to pray. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We give thanks for those who have gone before us, our loved ones that we see no longer, and any who may have died overnight here in our benefice. Rest eternal grant unto them, O Lord, let light perpetual shine upon them, May they rest in peace and rise in glory. Most holy God, the ground of our beseeching, who through your servant Julian revealed the wonders of your love, grant that as we are created in your nature and restored by your grace, our wills may be so made one with yours, that we may come to see you face to face and gaze on you forever. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. May the risen Christ grant us the joys of eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.